are in Survival Radio Network.
an interesting topic. Now, you know, with all the political things that are going on with health care, open enrollment for health insurance is going to be closed earlier this year. It is now open. So if you're in need of health care, uh, you might need to go ahead and start planning for that because it's going to close early on December the 15th. Uh, due to the political shenanigans that are going on in Washington. So we want to let you know that you need to do that. Now, So next week we're going to have an expert on the show to talk about your health care insurance options because a lot of us get tossed into the maze. I know I do, and I'm a health care professional. So uh, we need to kind of look at that and see what we can do about it and be smart about it. So I'm going to have an expert on the show to talk about this and so you can be more informed so now if you have any questions or topics just email me at dr aaron williams at weeklywellnessshow.com you can also follow me on twitter at dr aaron williams and uh you can also get on our facebook page and i have a new instagram page we have a weekly wellness show instagram as well as a dr aaron williams instagram and we're working on a dr aaron williams.com website so we'll keep you informed on that now today, huh, got another exciting show, very informative show, along with some interesting and dynamic guests. As usual, as you know, Diabetes Awareness Month is in November. Now, you know, a few weeks ago, I had Dr. Stacy on talking about how you can reverse. Yeah, I said it. I said reverse diabetes. You don't have to live with this if you don't want to. I'm not saying it's 100%, but go back and listen to her show, to the show. Uh, she's with foodtherapymd.com, and she talks about how you can change that. But this week I wanted to drill down within the diabetes realm and talk about diabetic foot care. You know, I had a cool dear cousin to die a couple weeks ago, and he was a diabetic. And, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how he took care of his feet, but anyway, he died of complications from that. So I thought it would be great to bring an expert onto the show to talk about the care and the possible prevention of diabetic foot complications. So I've asked Dr. Stanisha Davis to come on to the show. She's been on the show before. We talked about foot care in general, but this time we're going to drill down, we're going to talk to you about your feet, particularly if you're a diabetic. Now, in the first segment, we're going to have Coach Bruce Hinkson. As you know, he's not a stranger to the show. He is a franchise owner of Orange Theory Fitness in Barbersville, West Virginia. He's going to bring us some fitness tips in our first segment. The last time he was on, he talked about, you know, how, you know, some of the tools that you might use in case you're in a restaurant or whatever. You don't necessarily have your serving sizes uh, uh, whatever you measure your service size with to see whether you're getting too much or too little. So he kind of enlightened us on that. So he's going to come back on our first segment today and talk about some other fitness tips. So before we get into our first segment, we'll go to our first commercial break because we need to hear from our sponsors and pay the bills. So please stay tuned so you can be better informed. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? 
visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. iDope, iDope, globally inspired vision stylewear. A fusion of classic heritage and contemporary sophistication. An essential part of your lifestyle and fashion expression. iDope, iDope, vision stylewear for the fashion forward. And socially conscious. Let's make this a dope world together. iDope, iDope. Available online at iDope.com. That's E-Y-E-D-O-P-E. iDope.com. Survival Radio Network, with now more than one million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. The S-R-N. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is simply great. To have you, you are listening to the Weekly Wellness Show, your resource for better health here on the Survival Radio Network. I'm honored and I am proud to be your host, Dr. Aaron Williams. As I mentioned earlier, before we went to break, uh, we were talking about health and wellness as well as fitness, and we want to keep you engaged and informed with this and so i usually have doctor i used to have coach bruce hinkson on to the show so we want to make sure that you take advantage of some of the things that we are offering here coach bruce hinkson of course is a franchise owner of orange theory fitness in Barbersville, West Virginia. He has been helping not only clients locally, but he also helps people from other parts of the country. Last week again, or two weeks ago, he presented to us with regard to fitness, with regard to nutrition. And he's always had some insight regarding not only the fitness, but also the nutrition that's involved. So without further ado, if we have him here, I'd like to welcome to the show Coach Bruce Hinkson. But if he's not, I think we'll go ahead and bring on Dr. St- 
Denisha Davis. Hello. Hi, Dr. Davis. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Dr. Williams? All right. Great, great. Uh, yeah, with uh, the producers doing some things there. Uh, but, I, again, I'd like to welcome to welcome you to the show. Uh, we uh, know that you're busy. You had a very busy day yesterday, and you're having a very busy day today. So I am so glad that you are able to join us today. And for those oh, of you absolutely. who don't know. absolutely. Dr. Davis was born in Greenville, Mississippi. Uh, she's the daughter of Mary Wells Davis and Mr. Stanley Davis. She's a podiatric surgeon. Uh, she currently practices in Jackson, Mississippi. She has her own practice, and she has, sees these type of situations every day at the Capitol Foot Clinic. So we're glad to have you, Dr. Davis. And glad to how be here. are things in Mississippi? Things are great. Looks like it's going to rain today, but it feels good outside. <laughs> great, great, great. Well, um, well, you know, I'm, you know, as you know, November is Diabetes Awareness Month. Uh, I'm quite sure, you know, well, I would think. Uh, do you see a lot of diabetics in your clinic? Ninety percent of the time, they are diabetic. Yes. Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, I'd like to start out maybe, uh, Dr. Davis, is there, can you ex- kind of explain to folks how is diabetes related to your foot and how, you know, I guess the disease itself, how does it cause a problem with, uh, with forest complications? Oh, that's a great question. Um, diabetes is one of those diseases that manifests itself in the lower extremities. You can detect changes um, in your feet, specifically in your legs, um, far quicker than you would uh, have those other symptoms that um, indicate that you are diabetic. Um, so that, and as well as heart disease, you can also um, detect that disease in the lower extremity. Um, changes with your skin, um, several symptoms that we could go on and talk about a little later when you ask. Or uh, mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. those um, those symptoms, um, they tr- they're triggered quicker in the foot, and so um, that's why it is important, and that's why I see a lot of diabetic patients. Right, right. Yeah, you know, the blood sugar is very important, and, and, and I, you know, it's like you said, you know, once that's out of whack, it has a lot to do with a number of things, including metabolism and 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 overload on some of the organs of the body. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. kind of figures that, well, this can cause damage, or high blood glucose can cause damage to nerves, kidneys, eyes, mm-hmm. blood vessels. Uh, but, you know, I guess we'll hone in today on on the, on the foot as well. And, and moving on, to, you know, from that, you know, with regard, so what patients are at risk, uh, Dr. Davis? Uh, you know, I've, I've seen, and I'm, and I'm an oncologist, I'm not a foot specialist, so that's why we ask you, you to come on. <laughs> but, for example, it does footwear um, or poor fitting shoes affect someone who is a diabetic? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the the key here is to um, know what kind of di- diabetic you are, not necessarily uh-huh. type 1 or type 2. Is your diabetes controlled? And even if it is controlled, I 
highly recommend that you see a podiatrist or see a foot specialist to make sure give you the go ahead um, mm-hmm. to wear certain shoes uh, or to even walk barefoot in the house. There are a lot of diabetic patients who I don't advise to walk barefoot in the house. Period. I don't wow. like them to wear barefoot at all. But um, the shoe gear, even in the home, I care about that. Whether it's a really flat um, house slipper or even the sneakers or the church shoes that they wear. A lot of shoes are so different. I mean, across the board, you have soft ones, you have those uh-huh. made of materials that are hard and non-forgiving, and that plays a, a major role in the toll that it takes on the foot and the skin in the foot. Um, so shoe shoe gear is very important. Wow, yeah. So, uh, so, so I guess what you're saying is one should check with their physician or podiatrist with regard to the type of footwear. Um, so what about socks, uh, Dr. Davis? I, I saw a little bit on that. I, well, I, I put it this way. I saw some socks that were being advertised for mm-hmm. diabetics specifically. Uh, have you seen that, and do you recommend those? Um, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot endorse or deny that it, it's something okay. that, <laughs> right, that's right. good for them. Um, uh, a lot of people ask, a common question that patients ask, um, do I have to wear white socks as opposed to those who are uh, colored socks? You know, most, right, right. some of my men like to wear black socks that come in the clinic. And um, you have to be careful with the, make sure that your socks breathe or that they're not okay. restrictive, that they're not tight. Okay. Um, and the, the dyes in those different colored socks can uh, irritate your skin. Um, it, it's Your feet are very delicate, and that is because diabetics, they have to be careful with everything that they do with their feet uh, because sometimes when their diabetes is non-controlled or uncontrolled, they can start uh, going into symptoms of neuropathy where they don't feel things, where they can't sense uh, what's going on. So, that's important, like, make sure that with your, I mean, down to your socks and your shoes, that you know what's best for you, and you can get that advice from a lower extremity specialist. Right, right. Now, you, you brought up, a, uh, my, you know, but you was reading my mind here, the next next uh, uh, part of this, what's, what's nerve damage? And okay. You brought up That's a great question. Um, diabetics you know? tend to uh, be candidates or be, have um, simultaneous symptoms uh, along with their diabetes to go hand-in-hand with neuropathy. Neuropathy is a condition where the nerves may make your feet feel tingly, uh, may make you feel like you have ants in your feet, uh, extreme coldness, burning, or shooting pain that will strike towards your toe or up your leg all of a sudden. Uh, I tell all of my patients when you sense these things, it is important that you check your diabetes. You check your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I say you check your diabetes. You check your blood sugar. Um, because the higher okay. your blood sugar, the more likely the nerves in your feet will be affected and give you these feelings. Um, when your diabetes is uncontrolled, when you stay up all night eating cake and leftover chicken, you know, your right. blood sugar is going to be high in the, the next morning. And the habit of that would cause for you to feel these symptoms more often. Um, if you have damaged nerves in your legs and feet, you might not feel like 
pain, coldness or heat. And so, you know, now we're approaching fall and cooler months, cooler uh, temperatures. You know, we these space heaters, you know, my diabetics, I really don't like for them to sit beside them because I don't take it for granted that their blood sugars may be really low or really high, and they may have those symptoms where they don't feel anything and then they accidentally get burned. So it's very, very important that you always evaluate your feet because neuropathy, I mean, it could sneak up on you where, you know, that numb component of it, you never know if you don't ever look. Right. And I guess, you know, with uh, this is definitely more evident in people who have either long-standing diabetes, you know, people who have, you know, had it literally for a long time, or mm-hmm. if they're extremely poorly controlled. Um, exactly. I think that those. You know, I guess it can happen in any any diabetic, but those are the folks that are more likely to have this and probably need to be doing this more frequently. And you mentioned frequent checks. You know, there's also a movement, from what I understand, to to encourage people that they should have their feet checked or see a foot specialist every at least once a year. At least once a year, some people uh-huh. uh, twice a year, and then there are some that have to come at least every three to five months. Um, and that is because of, the you know, that's for prevention. Um, right. I'm, I'm really big on limb salvage, and, you know, with having the diabetes, it's so, it's such a broad um, topic and a broad health issue where, People have these misconceptions and these myths. If I'm diabetic, I'll automatically have to get an amputation and such. No, you don't, but it is important that you do see someone more frequently um, than you would if you weren't diabetic uh, to assist you in detecting poor circulation, which would uh, ultimately may contribute to ulcers and sores on your feet. So, yeah, I say every at least once a year, Twice a year for some, and some who are who have a intricate case. I say maybe every three to four months. Okay, okay. Um, and um, you know, mentioned poor circulation. I think a lot of that is because of there's, I guess, with diabetics, there's this accelerated hardening of the arteries. Exactly. That help prevent this from healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I guess this also leads back to. You know, heart health and, you know, another colleague mm-hmm. I was just talking just the other day, it kind of also boils back to, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a you know, I, we, we talk about plant-based diet and that kind of thing on the show. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone completely there yet. I think I'm always, <laughs> me personally, have <laughs> some fish or some exactly. chicken bakes if I can. Right. Uh, I do like red meat, but I, you know, kind of back off of it. But I think this all goes back to, you know, pre- pre- prevention and, and eating the right food. But, um well, Dr. Davis, what about, you know, trauma to the foot? I mean, I think a lot of times that is kind of like the initial trigger of some things. If you're mm-hmm. a diabetic and you have some type of trauma, even if it's like a little stone, mm-hmm. what uh, what, what, should, what should one do? Should okay, so this is the, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, mm-hmm. Injury can be caused by simply getting out of bed in the middle of the night and going to the bathroom and hitting your baby toe on on the bed. Yeah, um, that happens. <laughs> exactly, that happens a lot. Yeah, my baby toe um, is not happy with me because over the time. Uh, <laughs> but I guess that happens to everybody, a lot of people. 
<laughs> yes, yes. And even when you accident, like even with your, like we talked about shoes, some shoes can cause pressures on your foot that may uh, eventually or ultimately lead to an ulcer or a blister or, or a, a pressure friction blister. Uh, mm-hmm. So those those small traumas to your foot should not ever be taken lightly. And we have so many men who are hesitant. Yeah, I'm hard on the men. Women, too, are hesitant right, uh-huh. to go to the doctor and to, to go get something checked out. But I really appreciate those patients who are proactive and say, okay, I see a blood blister or I see a scratch on my foot. I'm going to the doctor. I welcome whole, oh, with open arms those, those patients because that means that they're on top of things. The ones that concern me are those who have these blisters, have these openings or these scratches, and they try to treat it at home with green alcohol, peroxide, like Grandmama did, you know, uh, back oh in the God, day. Oh, God, you bring back memories, no, Dr. Davis. <laughs> right. No, I really don't encourage that. I'll tell all of them to at least keep um, antibiotic ointment in their medicine cabinets, and if they can put put a little of it on their wound or their scratch and come and see me as soon as they can. That's very important. Um, so I hope I answered that question. You know, yeah, with, I mean, yeah. yeah, you just brought me back to memories with the green alcohol. My grandmother, <laughs> uh, I think it was winter green or whatever the heck it was, but sometimes when I went to visit, that was uh, before the uh, fried chicken and collard greens, I <laughs> winter green alcohol. So I know what you're talking about with that. Yeah, well, yeah. What about... Doctor, what about infections? I mean, you know, last time you were on the show, we talked about a number of infections, uh, particularly anti. We talked about foot fungus, and mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing. Um, how should a diabetic handle that? Uh, uh, I'm quite sure they're at increased risk, but you're the expert. I want to verify that with you. With handle? How should you handle infection? Mm-hmm. With a diabetic. Okay, let let's start from the top of things here. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to infection, you have to understand that diabetics have a weaker immune system, um, or their immune mm. system isn't strong enough to balance the natural bacteria that is in our normal skin flora or normally on your skin, as to those that you can acquire from the outside environment, and when you Take that reality in consideration. Is it, it is very, very important for my ladies to be careful of going to these nail salons and exposing themselves to other people's germs. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily nail salons, but outside in the open, whether it's at home, and when I say in the open, having your foot exposed in a sandal or having nothing on it at uh-huh. all. Those small scratches, that that little piece of skin that you're so tempted to peel, you know, that opens the door for any bacteria or fungal particles to in to enter your skin or to enter um, the surface that is usually protected by that piece of skin you pulled off. So um, when you think of infection, it's something that should not be taken lightly. Um, Infection can cause a huge problem um, with your, again, note having something swollen, uh, red, um, or having something drain from your foot and not 
pay attention to it or try to treat it yourself. Those symptoms alone are those that scream infection. Something's going on down there. Mm. Um, usually the infection is caused by staff. Um, okay. But <laughs> lately, uh, being a wound care specialist, I'm seeing some that I have a little trouble pronouncing. Um, I don't know where they're <laughs> contracting <laughs> bacteria from, but... Right. It's, you 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 should be very cautious with keeping your bathrooms clean, um, yeah. and exactly, and keeping your feet clean. Uh, but okay. it, I hope yeah, that because, Yeah, I think the last time we talked on the show, I you know I told you I, I travel a lot, and of course I don't you know you know you take showers, got to take a shower. <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. uh, so uh, yeah, I asked you to say, hey, you know what if what should I do? And you you suggested you know Lysol in the bathrooms, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just to help try to prevent, you know, infection or fungus. Do you recommend – so I, I would say in a diabetic, uh, if you travel a lot and you're in places that are not necessarily controlled, that's probably another uh, good uh, good idea and tip for them, would you Would you say? Absolutely. You know, be, <laughs> cleanliness is something that I swear by. You have okay. to be clean. You have to – because – Again, there are a lot of cutaneous infections that occur when your skin is excessively dry, uh, cutaneous like at the surface. And in diabetics, you know, itching is a sign that your, your diabetes is your blood glucose your blood glucose is high. You mm-hmm. know, right. um, and <laughs> you know if you're itching a lot and then you're going in the you're using a lot of water. You're, you don't use all these. Um, these creams and stuff, you know, and you're not even washing your body. You gotta be clean. <laughs> right. Keep your showers right. clean. Keep your shoes, you know, change. You don't wear the same pair every day, you know. Oh, change really? Them up. Even with the shoes? Absolutely, uh, because okay. you're gonna naturally right. sweat, and you know you don't okay. want to keep putting your foot in an environment where fungus likes to live—warm, dry, moist place. Okay. So let's say if a person, I don't know, they have a job and they, so you suggest they probably alternate shoes every day and maybe, and and I'm guessing here, would you say in between those shoe changes uh, use some type of uh, foot powder or something in those shoes? I'm not a big fan of foot powder, Dr. Willie. Okay, all right. I'm not. I mean, some (laughs) others may be, but it just gets everywhere, and I'm just like, uh uh-uh. Like I I think I said in the last podcast that we, well, I encourage that, you know, you get a a bottle of Lysol and spray a small amount in each of your shoes um, when you take them off. Make sure your shoes are in. Um, an area that gets a lot of traffic, like by the door. And even with that, with my diabetics, with anybody, if you're not diabetic, shake your shoes before you put them on because the critters get in there. I mean, if there there are shoes that you like to wear when you are doing yard work, I strongly advise that you shake those boots, you shake those work boots, you shake those sneakers, and also you change those sneakers because, you know, you're weed-eating, you accidentally hit your foot, or you, you those shoes wear easily, so there are holes there that may expose your foot and your skin to all types of fungus in the grass or bacteria that may be in the dirt. You know, you have to be very careful. 
So always shake your shoes. If you're going to spray them, cool with the Lysol, but make sure you shake them because I've had a lot of spider bites and I've had a lot of uh, critters Uh greet me when the patient takes their shoes off. So, yeah, that's very important. Okay, okay. Now, another thing I saw, Dr. Davis, was uh, the impact of smoking uh, with regard to, you know, we, we know smoking is kind of like bad, but for everything, but how yeah. does smoking impact a diabetic with foot problems? When you see the word oxygen or you see okay. oxygen, there's usually a two accompanying it, right? Like O2. And I explain it to all of my patients, and I don't mind telling with our telling our friends today that you got a two-seater car. On in your car is your red blood cell, and an oxygen has to drive, and oxygen has to be in the passenger seat. When you okay. smoke, that nicotine knocks my oxygen out of the car, so uh-huh. blood has uh-huh. tra- has to travel from the heart all the way down to the foot. So, mind you, if any if any organs or anything gets some oxygen rich blood, it should be my organs around in the abdomen. So the foot okay. is a long way from there. So my foot is kind of getting what's left over once that nicotine yeah, is over. Yeah, yeah. And that is one reason why um, that's something that's easily, that you can easily fix your habit. And when I say okay. easily fix, I can't do it for you. You have to do that for yourself. Um, it's not. It may be a challenge, but understand that when you smoke, when you're yeah. diabetic, usually – Nine times out of ten, you may have high blood pressure or heart disease as well. That's a triple whammy, and you mm-hmm. will eventually have an ulcer on your foot. When wow. your feet don't get oxygen-rich blood, and when you smoke, that contributes highly to your potential of not healing if you accidentally hurt yourself. So smoking wow. is something that I really discourage. I try to encourage my patients. If you smoke, today if you're smoking a pack, when you come back and see me, half that for me. Then let's keep halving it, at least if you can't go cold turkey. Because I know that, you know, it's a hard habit to kick. It's a hard thing, but yeah. Exactly, but it's also something that can cause more harm than what you already have going on. If you right. uh, don't water the plant, the plant will die. So if you accidentally get a sore on your foot and you don't get good oxygen-rich blood down there, it's going to be very hard to heal it. And along with poor circulation where your arteries have, which are like pipes, and they're so thickened and uh, packed with gunk around them, it's going to be very narrow. Um, path, uh, it's going to be a very narrow pathway to get blood down there And, I mean, with no blood, we're not going to heal And that's when you hear of gangrene And that's when you have uh, to worry yeah. about amputation I think that's what my cousin had <laughs> Yes um, Yeah, yeah, that's And it's bad when you have to choose between uh, When you, It's bad when you have to And I know a lot of people go through this mm-hmm. But it's bad when you have to decide Whether to have a limb removed That's kind of traumatic it is. It's traumatic. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've had okay. so many patients mm-hmm. come back and say that they feel yes. so much better once that is done. Really? Um, really? Yes. My profession is kind of thrown under the uh-huh. bus sometimes. You know, I've been. I've heard all this stuff. You're not a real doctor, but, honey, I went to medical school. I did a residency. I took boys like y'all did. That's and what right. you have exactly. to understand is that 
for all of these years, we have been trained to concentrate on the lower extremity and exactly and focus and and detect when your circulation is poor. Detect when your nerves have been damaged by your high blood sugars over time, and you don't feel things. Because what happens is, if you have poor circulation to your foot, the chance that that could be reversed is great, but that depends on how long your circulation has been poor and how bad your arteries and blood vessels have been affected by the poor circulation, peripheral vascular right. disease. When you well, have a patient. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, this is why, go ahead, go ahead. But whatever point, I didn't mean to interrupt, but this is very interesting, and I want you to elaborate on what you, you know, what, go ahead and finish whatever point you were saying. But no, after go that, ahead. If I can, you can I'm talk sure to us uh, about this post-amputation, I mean, we're trying to prevent this. That's what we're trying to mm-hmm. do on the show. Mm-hmm. But I, but this might have affected my cousin or might have influenced his decision, and he elected not to have it. But you, you said that a lot of people feel better after the amputation. I don't hear that a lot. People don't. T- so can you tell us about your experience with that? That's when I say that they feel better, let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you're not getting... And that was something that I was about to say. When blood is not getting to that lower extremity, you're going to be in some pain unimaginable. You're going to have the symptom of not being able to walk so far without having pain in your calf. That's intermittent claudication. You're going to have... It sometimes walks hand in hand. You know, you have a really painful toe. Those vessels in the toes are smaller. As you Uh go down the leg, your vessels get smaller. So the smaller vessels are more affected by poor circulation, just as well as the nerves in your feet are more affected, or the smaller nerves are affected by um, poorly controlled diabetes. So when those nerves go, you don't feel. When those vessels go, you don't get blood. They're watering that plant, you know, supplying that toe, and it starts to die off. When that happens, then that means that you are chronically affected by the poorly controlled or the poor circulation. And at that point, it's a chance that you may not get to save that toe. Right. Right. Because okay. if you yeah. And so I don't know what your situ your cousin's situation was, but a lot of people say, Well, if you cut that toe off, then right. my grandmama ended up having to get more cut off later on. Right. And she ended up that dep- that means that that person never saw an interventional cardiologist which mm-hmm. I work closely with an array of them in this area and sending patients to them because if I don't feel your pulse I don't care. You're going to them. If I right. feel your pulse and you're diabetic and your blood sugars are under control, you have to see them at least once every uh, two years if you're going to come see me because I don't want you to get down the line and not have any circulation and then have an ulcer too and we have no other choice. Wow. So Excellent. it depends on the level of the blockage or the level of your leg where your circulation starts to be poor, you know, to say, well, whether or not an ulcer will heal or whether or not once we take this toe off, will you heal because you got blood flow there or do we have to go further up, if that makes sense. Right, right, yeah. You've got to have that circulation. And so it's it's important for people to understand that, that, that you, you work with and almost have to work with, you know, you know, vascular surgeons or, or vascular specialists to help 
uh, decide and navigate through this whole thing because everybody's different. And the only mm-hmm. way they know is if certain tests are involved, you know, with angiograms and that kind of thing. Right. To basically right. see what is going on with your foot uh, and, and, and what can we work with here uh, with regard to that. Well, we've got a few minutes left, Dr. Davis. What about what about trimming, you know, like everyday care? Is there some things, well, and a lot of this you probably already alluded to, but let's say somebody's, you know, what does the home care regimen should look like? You alluded to a number of them. What about trimming your toenails? Don't. Uh, <laughs> we can do a do's and don't, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. The best uh-huh. time, well, the, you know, people aren't going to just make it a, a mental note to look at their feet um, yes. every day. Sometimes we get busy and we may forget, but I hope that you don't forget to shower. So when you do shower, <laughs> I tell your patients, my patients, that's when you pay attention to your feet when you're drying off. Look in between. Look right. on top, look on bottom. If there's something hurting okay. that wasn't hurting before, if there's something open, whatever, something red, that should be something that you pay close attention to and consider seeing your doctor about. So always evaluate. Evaluation is key. Um, moisturizing. Diabetics have Oh, yeah, moisturizing, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. The, you have yeah. dry skin, and I, I really encourage that good old Vaseline or vitamin oh, really? A and okay. D ointment. Uh, vitamin A and D ointment is a little lighter. It smells uh-huh. better, you know, me being a woman, I like that. Right. <laughs> so I just I use that a lot in my office. And some patients who have thick or, or thicker dry skin, they may need something prescription. But for the most part, um, a lot benefit from, you know, the A and D or the Vaseline. Shoe gear. Right, right. Um, a lot of diabetics whose neuropathy is... Um, advanced, they need diabetic shoes. Those who have calluses um, that can be considered pre-ulcerative, if they're not trimmed on a regular basis, they can end up opening a sore underneath. Those patients need to wear diabetic shoes, shoes that are have extra depth insoles and sometimes modifications to take pressure off of certain areas to prevent them from having an opening later on. Some right, right. who um, are diabetic that can wear regular shoes who don't fall into those categories or their diabetes is not that advanced. I still I discourage walking barefoot, uh-huh. and I also discourage flat shoes because they give you no support. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, not good for flat shoes, not good to use to have uh, flat shoes. Exactly, and we talked about bacteria. We talked about fungus. Fungus tends to um, invade the nail when your immune system is lower. So as a diabetic, uh-huh. you fall in that category. So when you get the mycotic nail or onychomycosis, which is a fungal toenail, which is thick, dark, crumbly, it's important that you get a di- uh, podiatrist to trim your toenails or professional uh-huh. to do that because the my, the usual or common uh, nail nippers may not be able to achieve trimming that toenail the way it should be or effectively trimming it where it's not long or where you can reduce that thickness. Um, I don't encourage my diabetics to use any nail files. Okay. Um, uh-huh. the, the pointy ones, mm-mm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe the popsicle stick, but I don't really trust them, so I don't encourage them to do that. Depends on who I'm dealing with. It's a special case scenario. But absolutely do not cut your own toenails and do not pick.
pig skin that you say, oh, it's just hanging and I want to pick it, because usually that ends up into an abrasion. Wow. Well, now, Dr. Davis, what about, I've, I've, I've read some uh, controversy with regard to whether diabetics should soak their feet. I know you had mentioned cleanliness is uh, is, is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, how, what's your feeling of, uh, of soaking? Uh, if they do, are there any recommendations for that? I discourage soaking, and one okay. reason why is because of the neuropathy component and the potential of your not being able to detect high temperatures or scalding waters because of your compromised nervous system. Um, I've had a lot of patients have family members to um, assist them with soaking their feet, and that ended uh-huh. up in second-degree de- burns because the patient can't feel it. And if it's something that's a temperature that's moderate or good for you, that doesn't mean it's going to be good for your diabetic family member. Um, so soaking is something that is patient-specific, but as but it is also something that I discourage um, altogether because it eventually um, may cause more damage than it does good. Okay, perfect. Well, this has been great, Dr. Davis. Uh, how, how can we? How can uh, one reach you? And I know we talked about this last time. You're not necessarily trying to do consultations over the phone, but <laughs> I'm quite sure you mentioned that Capital Foot Clinic has has like a website or or Facebook page. How can one uh, reach your, you and your staff? Um, we're uh, we're located in Jackson, Mississippi, at 953 North Street, and we could be reached at 601-355-0026 or uh, our Facebook page. Um, we're usually really keen on getting back in touch with patients who have questions, not about themselves, but how to mm-hmm. get in touch with us. <laughs> so uh, if you go to Facebook at Capital uh, Foot Clinic, um, we are that's where we are. Great, great. Well, you know, I, again, I thank you so much for coming on to the show, and, and thank you for being flexible. Um, oh, absolutely. You were, were going to be our second guest, but we made you our first guest. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, our, our Coach Bruce is here, but he had a little, a little incident in the studio, so he couldn't get on, uh, you know, uh, at, at first, but he's here, mm-hmm. and we're glad that you were able to adjust, and we're also okay. glad that you were able to take out time on a Saturday to come on the show, and so I want to let you know we greatly appreciate it, and hopefully we can have you back, uh, you know, at some point in time to talk about another exciting, you know, uh, topic regarding podiatry. I love that, and I hope that I was helpful, and I hope that yes. I adequately answered your question so, um, to, for everyone to understand. Great, great. Thank you so much. Okay, well, thank you, and you have a great Saturday. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go to our second commercial break. So please stay tuned so that you can be informed. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. 
Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Do you know that having a dirty filter in your heating and air system can cause major damage to your unit and pollute the air in your home? Having proper maintenance to your heating and air system is just like getting a tune-up on your car. Because you want today and avoid spending unnecessary money tomorrow. Call Temperature Design Heating and Air today. 770-823-7160. That's 770-823-7160. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. The S-R-N. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the Weekly Wellness Show, your resource for better health here on the Survival Radio Network. It's Diabetes Awareness Month. We just got through talking with Dr. Tanisha Davis on how to care for and prevent diabetic foot issues. So I think that was very informative. And if you missed it, we invite you to listen to the podcast. In our next segment, we're going to bring in Coach Bruce Hinkson, who is a franchise owner and coach at Orange Theory Fitness in Barbersville, West Virginia. He's not a stranger to the show. You all know him and have hopefully trusted him with regard to fitness and nutritional tips. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show Coach Bruce Hinkson. Hello, sir. How are you, Aaron? All right, Coach Bruce, uh, we're glad that you're able to join us today. Uh, we know that you are out there keeping people in shape, and we are glad that you are taking out the time to uh, from your business to come on to spread the message of health and wellness. Yes, sir, and I, I apologize about the mishap in the beginning of the day. It's been a, been a hectic day at the studio. Some, uh, some things went down, and we're just trying to get all that stuff in order. But other than that, everything is good. Thank you. That is great. That is great. Well, we're we're glad we got you got you all were able to get all that resolved and 
and we're glad to have you on the show. And uh, we again, we appreciate you taking out the time. Um, and the audience knows of you, knows about you, and they know you uh, are bringing us some healthy tips. So we were interested in seeing what fitness and nutrition tips you might have for us today. Well, today, um, and it's just falling back on, I had a guy, a gentleman, he um, actually came up to me, and I'm actually going to post about it on my personal Facebook a video shortly, uh-huh. uh, a guy named Lee Colker, 69 years old, and uh, he basically sprinted up to me uh, on Thursday and told me how happy he was because he just got back from the doctor, and his numbers came back perfect. You know, He came off dialysis, which is highly, rarely unheard of. Um mm-hmm. And it's just the lab results, everything. He was just super pumped, down wow. 20 pounds at 69 years old. And most people around that age, you know, or others assume once you hit that age, it's kind of like you give up, you know, or right, uh, right. it's, it's not going to work. There's no way I could do that. There's no way I could lose weight. There's no way I can, you know, live a healthier life. It's too late for me. Yeah. And I just wanted to mm. speak on it's never too late. So I just wanted to really just talk about how exercise can affect the metabolism, how your metabolism changes, and how you can really reverse the effects of age, reverse the effects of certain illnesses through the ancient form of exercise and proper nutrition. So that's what I wanted wow. to touch on today. Wow. This person actually got off dialysis. That is simply marvelous. Well, go ahead, Coach. Uh, yeah, how, how did this? How did this? How did this happen? And how? What are some of the theories that went behind that? Well, you know, as we get older, you know, um, especially if you're older than thirty, you start to notice a few changes. You know, your digestion shows down a little bit. You might drink it. You know, even if you, you, you remember when you were younger, you do the uh, you drink a couple beers with your friends and make it for your eight a.m. class. And now you drink two glasses of wine, you can barely make it to your eight a.m. house coat. You know, in the morning, right, when you start right. to get older, you know, certain foods start to upset your stomach, and you just don't recover uh, throughout your day as much. You know, um, after 25, people lose about 2 to 4% of their, uh, what we call your resting metabolic rate, you know, what, what your body metabolizes while in rest. You know, right. uh, you don't really notice right away, but those things start to change as we get older, and then uh, by 55, you know, you're you're pretty much on a kind of like a fighting yeah. uphill battle. You know, you lose a lot of mass. You lose about five pounds of lean mass every day between the ages of 25 and 65. Right. Um, we we lose you a little bit, Coach Bruce, but go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we you know between the ages of 25 and 65, we lose about five pounds of lean mass per decade. Per decade. You mm-hmm. know. Um, and by the time you're 65, you're down 20 pounds of lean mass. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop what you're doing because you can slow down that process. You know? right. And that ties into this guy who's 69, uh, Lee is his name. Uh, we're meant to move, you know, and as we get older, we kind of slow down that movement. You know, life gets in the way. You're tired. You just want to hang out. Um, right. You've worked your entire life, but we're meant to move, and that can affect yes. the metabolism, you know. With Lee, uh, just – Guy works out maybe three times a week, but that just that alone, coming to Orange Theory Fitness and just doing his own things, improving his food. Um, it, it, look at the the news he's got. You know, uh, the doctor told me he can only allow to drink three regular bottles of water per day 
because of the illness that he had. Now he drinks a lot more water, things like that, uh, because mm. of exercise. Wow. Because of exercise, you know. Movement yeah. is the engine yeah. of health, wellness, and long, vibrant life. And that's why I preach so much of just it, it, your, your 30, 40 minutes a day of working out and doing some kind of uh, exercise will lengthen your life. Right. Well, you know, and this is kind of goes along with some of the things we've talked about here on the Weekly Wellness Show. Um, I think you were on with Dr. Stacy a while back, and she's been on since then, you know, about the reversal of diseases. Now, we know not everybody is going to have a reversal of their disease, but the message is this. Uh, just You know, when I took the 23andMe test, um, DNA test, it also showed some uh, some disease, you know, the purpose of the 23 immune test is not only to show you where you're from and that kind of thing, and I kind of went through that in the first segment. I'm going to Ghana next week. Uh, but also it shows you some diseases that you are likely or could possibly get. Luckily, I didn't have any, uh, you know, that, that, that at least the test showed up. But the bottom line is even if it was, how you eat, how you exercise, how you live your life can also – uh, have an impact, and just because grandmother or grandfather had it doesn't mean you have to get it. And so I like the fact that you are once again, and with Orange Theory Fitness, showing people that they can actually reverse some of these so-called chronic diseases that a lot of us unfortunately have been accustomed to live with, and 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 therefore can reap the benefits. That's if, you know they got to put some work into it. They got to show up. And they got to come to the come to the studio. I, now, now I, I see on your Facebook page that you all, in an effort to help people to to show up, you all have a campaign going on, Coach Bruce, uh, with feeding uh, children. And so I guess every time they check in to Orange Theory Fitness, uh, this helps this cause. Yes, sir. Okay, so every time you check in, you tag yourself on your Instagram post when the, uh, at OTF, like you check in at OTF or tag your location on Instagram. That one check-in or that one tag uh, helps feed a family in need. Um, I've partnered up with a company called Cosley where every time someone checks in, their goal is to feed over a billion families by 2020. Uh-huh. And so far for this month, uh, my my small part in this, I should say, you know, I've had 500 check-ins from the first until, uh, what is today? Today is the, the 18th. So right. within those last right. 18 days, we've helped feed uh, close to 500 families. Wow, that is simply that is simply great. And that's 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 very important uh with that. Uh because uh we live in America and a lot of people don't think that a number of people don't necessarily have uh, you know food. And a lot of people have food but it's not necessarily uh, tremendous uh or tr- nutritious food. Uh so I think that's a great thing that you your franchise and you have partnered with this. Well, I got a minute left uh coach Bruce how can how can people reach you? Oh, they can always reach me at uh, B Hinkson. That's B H I N C K S O N at gmail dot com. That's my personal email. Or you give the studio a call at three zero four five two one one five zero zero. Or check us out on Orange Theory Fitness Barbersville. That's our Facebook, and my Facebook is just uh, just Bruce Hinkson. So those are a couple Bye. ways you can reach out to me. And if you need any advice uh, when it comes to nutrition. Uh, how to help slow down. You can't turn back the, the hand of time, but we could definitely slow it down. Um, and, and any advice in that matter? That is great. That is great. 
And what the people need to also understand is that when you come there, you're going to do an assessment and everything is individualized to help achieve that goal. Is that, is that right? Yes, it's unique, it's dynamic, it's customized to you and your goals. And in the first question, we always ask the new members, how can we intentionally add value to you and okay. how can we help you achieve a success? So that, those are the first two most important questions that we ask. Okay, perfect. All right, well, Coach Bruce, we're we're glad that you're able to uh, come on to the show. And, you know, again, uh, we love to have you back bringing us some of your success stories, bringing us some of the things that you're doing in the community, and also bringing us some health, fitness, and nutrition tips. So we thank you again for carving out some time on a Saturday to come and talk to us. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude another episode of the Weekly Wellness Show. We hope you have benefited from this. If you missed any of this, I encourage you to go to our podcast. And if you think that someone else will benefit from this, don't hesitate to share this information. Next week we'll be talking about health care insurance, so please stay tuned. With that, taking us out is a group of jazz artists collectively known as in groove so until next week we encourage you to be happy be healthy and be kind